What is the role of physical appearance in Scripture? Dr. Jim Coakley is going to share with us the significance of paying attention to when the Bible talks about physical appearance this morning. Dr. Jim Coakley is a professor at the Moody Bible Institute, and he's written a new book, and he's with us today. Good morning, Jim. Morning, Ken and Deb. Yeah, it's great to be with you again this month. Hey, Jim, what's the title of your new book? Yeah, it's called 14 Fresh Ways to Enjoy the Bible, and I'm holding a copy in my hand right now. It's uh, available for pre-pub right now on uh, Moody, uh, of course, uh, site and also Amazon and others. Uh, So uh, it's ready to go out. So as soon as they give the launch date, as soon as they push the button, uh, March 7th, it's available. Excellent. Well, that's very cool. So... Uh, I know that over the past, I can't remember how long we've been doing this, Jim. It's been a while, but a lot of the things that we have been talking about on our segments every month is uh, are things that are in that book. And so uh, today we're going to take a look at one that's very intriguing to me, and that is called Looks Are Deceiving. So uh, tell me about this. Yeah, I mean, normally we think about, you know, some people just to have some features that are physically attractive, and mm-hmm. when we think about... Uh, People who have those qualities, uh, they tend to get uh, more noticed. Uh, They tend to be the elite. They tend to be the actors, the actresses. Uh, And so we we tend to know that they do have social advantages. I've seen studies. I'm a teacher, and it kind of disturbs me that uh, teachers tend to give attractive people better grades. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so that seems to be something that goes along uh, with that uh, physical trait. But what I also want to say is uh, sometimes there's also issues that come along with uh, being physically attractive, and uh, sometimes people see them as being kind of snobbish uh, or mm. less intelligent or other things like that. And uh, so it's not all is rosy if you are the attractive thing. And we you know, tend to, to idolize beauty and, and those kind of things and want to make ourselves look as young, as attractive as we can. And I'm relishing in my gray hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just not fair, Jim, because when men get old, they get distinguished. Yeah. But but women, you know, <laughs> it's a whole different well, you know what, story. You know what, uh, we want the, the, all the ladies out there, if they really want the, a really special house, a Marian archaeologist. <laughs> because the older you get, the more attractive you become. <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's a great political answer, Jim. That's great. <laughs> so, no, Jim, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. And, Jim, so many times we look at Scripture and we don't necessarily see someone's physical appearance mentioned, but it is mentioned in some stories. So walk us through some of the ones where we really see that playing a role. Yeah, so this is really what you just said, is that very rarely do we have physical descriptions. There's so many people in Scripture, we really have no idea of what they would have looked like in in real life. But every once in a while, uh, we do have the biblical authors will inject some details, some comment about their physical uh, features. And so that's the the lesson for today, is when they are there, since they are rare, uh, pay attention to those, because oftentimes the biblical author is bringing in something as what we call indirect characterization. They're not going to say such and such a person is, uh, you know, smart or beautiful, um, or they're going to say beautiful, but they're not going to give characteristics. But sometimes when they mention these physical attributes, uh, that kind of uh, lets you know to be looking for certain qualities. And so, for instance, we think about uh, beauty, 
there are so many attractive people that are mentioned in the Bible. I was just, uh, again, reviewing all those. I mean, you've got Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Joseph, Saul, David, Abigail, Bathsheba, Tamar, Absalom, Abishag, Vashti, Esther, Daniel. They're all said to be attractive. And so mm-hmm. they all have those, those, that trait of being outwardly, again, very attractive. But there seems to be, with most of them, maybe not all, but there's a common thread uh, that is woven through all of them, and that is they tend to also endure hardship and difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. tend to be of the royal house or wealthy, uh, but they all tend to have issues dealing with their physical attractiveness. And so uh, those of us who are not on that attractive scale, uh, we can count our blessings <laughs> that we don't also attract trouble and hardship when uh <laughs> Others uh, have to deal with that that problem. Yeah. So, so Jim, what about hairy people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is kind of interesting. They they tend to, uh, of course, uh, be a little bit on the wild side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think about Esau. We think about Samson. We think about Absalom, one of David's sons, and we think yeah. about Elijah. And even kind of a small comment uh, about John the Baptist. It doesn't say that he was hairy, but it says he wore a garment of camel's hair. Mm-hmm. So he was hairy to, to the outward look. And so every one of those guys tend to have a little bit of a wild streak to them. And so there's something about that. Now, when I came to faith in 1979, I was a little bit of a wild man. So I understand <laughs> a little bit of uh, long hair and those kind of things. Uh, in fact, uh, when people do buy the book, I have a picture of my high school ID with me and my long hair. So uh, that's in the <laughs> We've book. seen that before. <laughs> yes, we yeah. have. And that's a, so I do have a little bit of that wild side in me. And so it's not something that, you know, wild, you know, that biblical authors don't say if you're hairy, you're wild. But if you see the whole kind of trajectory, there seems to be that, that theme, that thread that kind of uh, seems to be a, a trait with uh, long hair. Also, mm-hmm. a person's stature is mentioned many times in Scripture is how tall they are. Yeah, it's really not mentioned as much as we might think, but there is in one book, and that's the books of Samuel, uh, where there's uh, mentions of tall quite a bit in there. And so we have Saul, who's head and shoulders of everyone else. We have Eliab, who Samuel thought was going to be the next king after Saul. And, of course, we have Goliath, uh, who is, of course, uh, so many cubits high and uh, stands, uh, again, impressive on the battlefield. And so when we think about uh, the tall people in Samuel, uh, there is this notion that uh, they're not necessarily what you think they might be. And there's studies that have shown presidential candidates, uh, one mm-hmm. of the traits is uh, tallness, uh, that they seem to people just value tall people as leaders. And here they're looking to these tall people, thinking that their leadership material, when Saul and Eliab and others show them not. And then even this uh, great verse from 1 Samuel 16, 7, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on the outward appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so there's something about the fact that you don't look at these outward appearances You really look at the inner character of the person, but it's so hard for us as humans because our eyes are so attracted to physical beauty and to height. Yeah. We're talking with Dr. James Coakley from the Moody Bible Institute, and we're talking about the Bible study, I guess, tool or just something to look forward to when you you read Scripture. Uh, Looks are deceiving. So 
Jim, a lot of people have tried to uh, paint or draw or show what Jesus might look like. And you have everything from this tall, broad-chested, you know, long-haired, flowing, uh, good-looking person to short and hairy and, you know, all kinds of different uh, drawings. And I don't know, you know, it's hard to imagine what he really looked like. And I think that's uh, part of the point is there is no uh, there is no attributes given to him in the gospel record of what Jesus looked like. Now, we know he was a Jewish man because he was born to the Jewish race. Uh, right. So to me, he would have been just an average-looking Jew because, remember, when Jesus was to be arrested by the authorities, uh, Judas had to go along with them to point him out. It's almost like there was mm. no no way that they could stand out in a crowd to pick pick him out. And uh, and so there was no lineup that they could uh, sense, oh, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was an mm -hmm. average-looking guy. But when we think about uh, what the Isaiah the prophet says, I think it really is really the counter to what we've just been talking about this morning. It says, Isaiah 53 says, For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of a dry ground, for he had no form or majesty that we should look at him, mm -hmm. and no beauty that we should desire him. So there's nothing about the physical attributes of Jesus that would say, oh, man, I love this guy. Mm. But it's because of his words, because of his deeds. That's what makes him beautiful. And that's God's uh, thing all along. It's not the outward looking things. It's the inner quality, the inner attributes, the inner uh, traits that really show who we are. And of course, Jesus showed that uh, tremendously throughout the Gospels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that observation. And yeah. Jim, what are some other things that we can learn from what Bible the Bible teaches in these different accounts about physical appearance and outward appearance? Well, again, we talk about hypocrisy. Um, I love that little verse in Proverbs. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. Mm. Uh, the idea is that you cannot, uh, you know, we have that, we can't put lipstick on a pig. Uh, it's the idea that there's some things that you can't mask over with mm. physical kind of things to kind of uh, really mask over what's underneath. And then, of course, even Jesus, uh, when he's talking to the scribes and the Pharisees, he says, hypocrites you are, for you're like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are dead man's bones. And uh, so the idea is sometimes we try to put on our airs, we try to look very good to the world, but really, it's really about who we are on the inside. And so, mm -hmm. uh, again, our, our attributes, our, what we are presenting face to the world uh, needs to be one that have inner beauty and inner traits and inner qualities. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim, just thinking about this and thinking about over my life, who have I wanted to be around more? Who have I wanted to spend time with? And those were people that were beautiful on the inside yes. that really yes. demonstrated Christ and not those that, and I'm not saying anything about people that are good looking, don't get me wrong, because there's been people that I've admired and been around that have been good looking people, but they've also been beautiful on the inside. Yes, yeah. But it's, but it's that trait that I find myself being attracted to and to want to be around and emulate are those that, you know, love the Lord with so much mm -hmm. fervor that you just can't help but see Jesus in them. And I think that's what's kind of a takeaway for me from this. Oh, for sure. And I think that's really what we're, what the, the main thing is, is that, you know, sometimes our eyes are focused on certain things, uh, but the mm -hmm. idea is it's really about the heart. Uh, and so 
God looks at the heart. God's eyes are looking to and fro for uh, people whose hearts are fully devoted towards him. And, you know, mm-hmm. we see that with some what's going on with Asbury and some other things. It's kind of neat to hear yes. how that's going. Yeah. And that's going to be really, a, and it's been great. They're not putting up the, you know, the, you know, the, they're putting up people who just have very simple worship skills and they're leading people. Mm. It's that kind of thing that just really brings attractiveness uh, to, you know, to the believer to say, you know, it's not the ones that we expect. It's mm. the ones that, that really display uh, just the heart that's just on fire for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these Amen. instances can also be kind of a warning, too, to not judge people just from the outside. Look deeper, you know, get to know the person, learn more yeah. about them. It's funny because, uh, you know, we hear that adage, you can't judge a book by its cover. And uh, yeah. yet, in some ways, we do. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. who's looking at my books, oh, I love the cover and so that's because it does draw people in. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it's not just the cover of my book that's going to draw people in. It's going to be the inner content. And I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, again, another metaphor for me. Yeah, yeah. very good. Well, um, I do want to say that, Jim, you have been uh, and are a person that we sure admire and mm-hmm. just love their heart for the Lord and um, just your knowledge that you share with us each and every month. And we just uh, pray that this book with, that you have coming out will be a help uh, to those that want to study the Word, but more importantly, that they want to get into God's Word and learn more about the Creator of the universe. And so, Amen. Thanks, Jim. Amen. Yes. Oh, you're so welcome. thanks, Jim. So we appreciate it, and we look forward to our next visit. All right. Me too. All right. That is Dr. James Coakley from the Moody Bible Institute. And his book is going to be coming out this next month. But if you want to get a preview, of, you can go to moodybooks.org. And you can find out some more information. Here's Josh Wilson. It's called Fall Apart on Moody Radio.